Hello and welcome to The Boiling Point. I'm your host, Dave Plasco, and with us is Jeff Boyle, a senior business advisor in Eisner Amper's Audit Group. Jeff examines the everyday business and finance issues faced in the sports, entertainment, and media sectors. Today, we're discussing the business issues surrounding legalized sports gambling. Hello, Jeff. Dave, great to be with you. So, Jeff, since this is the maiden voyage of this podcast, The Boiling Point, it's got your name on it. We are all really excited about this. I'm a sports guy. You're a sports guy. So I think there's a lot of really great topics to talk about as, as we start this journey. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Sure, Dave. I've been with Eisner Amper for about 10 years now. I've been servicing sports, media, and entertainment clients. I'm an avid lover of sports, having played and watched them my whole life, which is pretty awesome to be able to now work in this field and helps me translate into understanding the business and seeing what goes on. Okay, what's your favorite sport? Basketball, no doubt. Favorite team? New York Knicks, unfortunately. So let's get back to legalized sports gambling. It's it's pretty big right now in your world. Um, is it not? Absolutely is. So put it into some context for our listeners. You know, who are the key players? The leagues, the states, the sponsors, and so on. You know, what are we talking about here? How how big of how big of a pie is this? Well, currently, it seems that the pie is quite large. I think the key participants are all of the above, leagues, states, sponsors, etc. What we've seen in the news recently have more or less been the leagues. They've been involved with MGM casinos to create these new sponsorship arrangements with the NHL, MLB, and also the NBA. NBA being the first to go through. And what they're doing is, is they're, the leagues are providing MGM casinos with trademarks and data in exchange for a sponsorship fee. So in essence, the sponsors have created this additional ad spending marketing to be able to get all this data and information in hopes to drive more traffic to their sites and also possibly to have more data out there to create easier way for them to wager and probably maybe will help their odds. The most interesting thing to me, though, is the teams because the teams have created these sponsorship opportunities to create a better fan experience. I think case in point is the New Jersey Devils, which Mm -hmm. I thought was the most fascinating thing is in the Prudential Center, you now have this whole lounge area that they partnered with William Hill in where people can go to this area, have a beer, sit with people, talk about what's new in sports gambling, you know, what are the wagers, who is everyone betting on, what to parlay. So it's it's really giving a better experience where now people are more engaged wanting to come into the arenas. And then lastly, you know, the states are, you know, where there's going to be an advantage, which is why once New Jersey cracked through, you're going to see an increase in, you know, gambling winnings, hopefully, and then more taxable incomes to the individual, which will be passed on to the states. Okay. Now, a lot of this so far is, you know, it's it's uncharted waters. It's still very new. It's evolving. Where do you see it going in, say, five or 10 years? I think the biggest thing we'll see is, I think a majority of the states will have legalized it. I think seeing how it's impacted New Jersey thus far, the opportunities it's given to businesses there. I think that every state is going to want to do that. And then I would think that, you know, I I mentioned before, you have the MLB, NHL, and NBA all having a deal with casinos. I would imagine the NFL one day will also jump into this pool and all sports leagues will have, you know, a sponsorship arrangement. And then as far as the fan experience, I think when the MLB deal came down, Rob Manford, you know, really said that the biggest thing that the MLB needs to do is to get people through the doors. That fan experience is something that they need to build upon, which again would go towards, you know, that New Jersey Devils example is, 
you know, how are they going to create this broader fan experience? And speaking to any football fans out there, it's much better to watch football on TV. There's no doubt about it with the NFL Red Zone and stuff like that. But football fans still love going to football games. And the biggest attribute is tailgating, which is the favorable experience. So I think mm -hmm. as we go through... I think you're going to see leagues, teams, and arenas really focus on the fan experience and use sports gambling as a method to increase the fan experience to get people in the doors. So you bring up a good point, Jeff, with you know potential income to states. Let's delve into taxes a little bit. You know, who gets taxed at what rate? How how will the tax structure play out here? So in the case of individuals, their gambling winnings would be subject to the federal tax withholding, and they would be able to deduct gambling losses up to their gambling income. For leagues and teams, it would really depend on their tax structure, as they could either be taxable at the individual owner level or at the corporate tax return level. Now, let's, let's take a turn a little bit and talk about technology and data. I would imagine that the technology behind all of this should be substantial, and of course, there's you know areas dealing with the technology to to present the gambling, data security, so on and so forth. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, I think the the biggest attribute that you know MGM was looking at when they did these deals was was getting this data from the leagues and to be a partner with them. So I think, you know, ensuring how they can you know, analyze that data, that to me is going to be one of the bigger things. And a way they might be able to do that would be blockchain that, you know, can help them analyze all this data. But also, I think blockchain could have an impact on just providing bettors with that security of knowing their bets are guaranteed, you know, under a secure and trusted platform. A lot of people in the world, uh, there's no doubt used to do illegal gambling, more or less. And they're using apps, you know, through people. So there was no guarantee you were taking a risk that you were going to receive this money when you place these bets. And I think now that you're seeing legalized gambling out there, blockchain could really help to guarantee these payments and have a safe and secure platform. Interesting. That's This is yet another podcast I've done where the word blockchain has come into play. So tell us, will legalized gambling impact the way people watch sports? And if so, how? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the case in points could be if you watch the Super Bowl, I think every person in the world gets excited to watch the Super Bowl, whether you're involved because you love sports, love watching football, or you're just a casual fan. One of the things that people love to see is these prop bets, you know, like what color of the Gatorade will be on the winning team. So I think that is going to impact here where, you know, the casual fan who like gambling on sports would have point spreads and stuff like that. Or now I, gonna, I think you're going to see more of prop bets and get more people engaged. And it could have a similar impact to the way that fantasy sports have done. Fans have always had their favorite team, but fantasy sports have created a means for individuals to watch and follow more games at once. And fantasy sports gave TV products like the red zone in a larger audience if you you might love the new york giants but if you have one of the dallas cowboys on your team and they're playing each other it really gives you know fantasy sports and sports gambling a tough thing where if you bet on the cowboys against the, your team the giants you know is it gonna impact you i also think that legalized gambling has created new opportunities and jobs popular sports websites like barstool sports and bleacher report have created their own shows to discuss sports gambling and provide insights into how to wager on games. I know this has become very popular with, you know, the younger age group. I would think that that's going to constantly grow. And one other thing would be is just like the stock market, you know, you're, you're betting on your futures, you know, based on finance. If you're an avid sports fan, do you think maybe one day you could use your sports knowledge to, you know, turn your 401k into 
legalize sports gambling and invest your future in something that you feel more comfortable in with mm. betting on sports instead of finances. Interesting. And and you do make an interesting point that it, it does seem like for this to work long term, the millennials are going to really need to buy into it. Absolutely. And I think that's why the the bar stools of the world and the bleach reports of the world have become involved is because, you know, they have the attention of the millennials right now. They have huge following where people love to go to their websites, listen to their podcasts and stuff like that. So I think them paving the way and trying to see, you know, what opportunities you can build, I think is important. Now, you had mentioned this to me the other day, and I found it really interesting that this whole legalized gambling thing could actually play into the value and location of sports teams. Expand on that if you could. Yeah. So, I mean, especially in the NFL, you see uh, recently a lot of teams are relocating to different states. I think that the biggest impact is going to be on fan experience. So arenas and stadiums are going to want to bolster their fan experience towards sports gambling, in my opinion. And to do this, they have to be in a state where gambling is legal. This is going to be the easiest vehicle to you know, increase attendance, which will increase their gate receipts. So there, as a result, I could see them relocating to states where there is legalized gambling to be able to enter into these additional sponsorship arrangements like the MGM one, where other states, they wouldn't have the opportunity to do that. So I think you saw news recently, the NHL just had their new franchise, Seattle, and I think it would have been interesting to see. I mean, there's already a team in New Jersey, but let's say if New Jersey didn't have a team, would this a year from now have created more incentive to want to put a team in New Jersey? Case in point, I'm a New York resident. A lot of my friends have been using the popular apps like FanDuel and Sportsbook when they're in New Jersey. A lot of them now will go from New York City if they're going to go to a, you know, a casual bar on a Sunday to watch the sports games. And they're going to go to Hoboken because they can go there to place these bets and to have more enjoyable experience. And I think it increases the value. Like I said, if they're going to move to these places and they can have these more revenue opportunities, it increases the value of these teams. Interesting. So anything else we should keep our eyes on going into 2019 regarding legalized sports gambling? Yeah, I think everyone should keep their eyes on the NFL. I'm more or less very surprised that they didn't jump into this like all the other you know, big three sports leagues. I don't know why. Maybe they don't agree with it. Or maybe they're holding out to have all the other teams uh, leagues enter in to see what their sponsorship arrangements are and the nfl being the biggest uh, where majority of the gambling is placed maybe they're holding out to see you know how much more money can we get from these casinos because to me there's no reason why they wouldn't want to be involved in this well jeff i enjoyed our chat and i really look forward to getting together once a month or once a week or whatever and just chatting about the business of sports so thank you for this valuable information thank you and thank you for listening to The Boiling Point as part of the Eisner Amper podcast series. Visit eisneramper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. And join us for our next Eisner Amper podcast when we get down to business.